Peter and Cornelius meet. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Greetings, my friends, and happy Friday to you. Uh, Today we're continuing on in our study of Acts chapter 10. We're going to be looking today at verses 17 through 23. And because there's a lot going on in this passage, um, we need to be reminded that some of the connection points as we go along will take us back into the first part of chapter 10, verses 1 through 8, where uh, Cornelius was led by the Lord to go find Peter. And so today we will see their initial encounter unfold as we read verses 17 through 23. But before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. God, I'm so grateful for your word. (laughs) I don't know where I'd be without you. And um, thank you once again, oh God, uh, for this opportunity to pause and study your word together with these dear friends. And I pray that you'd speak in mighty ways through your word as we... um, exalt you today, O God. Um, You're worthy of all our praise and more. And so we give you thanks uh, for your word, and we pray that you would tune us in to the sound of your voice, that we might um, experience all that you have for us today as we study and reflect and consider your word today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here's Acts chapter 10, 17 through 23. Now, while Peter was inwardly perplexed as to what the vision that he had seen might mean, behold, the men who were sent by Cornelius, having made inquiry for Simon's house, stood at the gate and called out to ask whether Simon, who was called Peter, was lodging there. And while Peter was pondering the vision, the spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. Rise and go down and accompany them without hesitation, for I have sent them. And Peter went down to the men and said, I am the one you're looking for. What is the reason for your coming? And they said, Cornelius, a centurion, an upright and God-fearing man who was well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation, was directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to this house and to hear what you have to say. So he invited them in to be his guests. So here we have uh, Peter's initial encounter with uh, representatives of Cornelius. You'll remember if you go back into chapter 10, verses 1 through 8, Cornelius dispatched a couple of the men that he was responsible for. He's a centurion ahead of what was known as the Italian cohort. And uh, I would guess this to be a pretty sharp operation. And so he sent two of his soldiers... um, uh, to his servants and a devout soldier from among those uh, under his charge to go and get Peter according to the instruction of the Lord. So the angel of God had come to Cornelius. Cornelius has a conversation with the angel and is faithful to send to dispatch these men to go find uh, Simon Peter. Peter is just coming out of his experience of having the vision of the sheet uh, descending from heaven, containing animals that he would, as uh, when he was in uh, the Jewish faith, practicing uh, the eating rites and all of those things, he would have considered all of these animals to be unclean, ceremonially unclean. He would never have considered eating or consuming any of those creatures. 
and the vision uh, spoke to him. Uh, the voice that accompanied the vision spoke to him and said, don't call an unclean, um, don't call something that's clean now because God has made it clean, common or unclean. And so it was a, a message to Peter that God was lifting those uh, restrictions from the law and they were now free to eat uh, anything that would be cooked and put in front of them. And so they were no longer under those uh, restrictive eating ha- uh, expectations. And so Peter was wrestling with that vision, reflecting on what it might mean, and um, uh, the men who were sent by Cornelius, having made an inquiry about where Simon the Tanner's house was, were standing at the gate and called out to ask whether Simon, who was called Peter, was lodging there. Uh, as Peter was pondering the vision, Luke tells us in verse 19, the spirit said to him, behold, three men are looking for you. Rise and go and accompany them without hesitation, for I have sent them. So Peter is in this moment with the Lord. He's reflecting on the vision and the spirit speaks into his heart. Rise, Peter, and go. They're looking for you. I've sent them. Go with them without hesitation. So Peter does just that. He went down and he encountered the men and told them that he was the one they're looking for. He asked them why they had come. uh, And and they told him, Cornelius, an upright God-fearing man who's well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation, was directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and to hear what you have to say. (laughs) So he invited these three men in to be his guests. I love how the Spirit of God works. I love how God works. He is dispatching Peter into Cornelius's house because he sees in this household an opportunity for the gospel to take root. And um, God knows the hearts of his people. And he knows Cornelius would be sensitive to the gospel and ready to respond. And this is God orchestrating a moment of ministry for Peter that's going to bear fruit for the kingdom, fruit that will last And it doesn't seem today (laughs) that those opportunities or where we should minister or what we should be doing come to us quite as clearly as they did in New Testament times. But there is no doubt in my mind that God was orchestrating this and making all of this happen. And um, it's beautiful to see. And I just wonder, because our awareness is maybe not always at its peak level, what things are we missing that God may be calling us to, moments of ministry that he's orchestrating that we have just grown dull to noticing because our spiritual awareness is not there? You know, I think spiritual awareness grows when we spend time in the presence of God. I think spiritual awareness grows when we're in his word, when we're in fellowship with other believers. we got to keep our spirit sharp. It's not something that it just naturally happens. Um, we keep it sharp uh, in community with others. We keep it sharp by having a hunger and a passion for God's Word and reflecting and journaling and thinking through the Word of God and its message on our lives. We grow sharp as we spend time in worship, as we uh, spend time in ministry serving the Lord. And so if we want to have a, a ready and quick and sharp response to the call of God in our lives, we have to sharpen our spirit. (laughs) 
And uh, it's not something, it, it's truly something that can grow dull. It's not something that just stays, the fire just doesn't stay lit on its own. Uh, we have to nurture that uh, fire. Uh, I believe it says, fan into flame the gift. And so if we're not fanning into flame the gift, then it's likely to, to go dim. And I don't want my spiritual awareness to grow dim. And I hope that you don't want your spiritual awareness to grow dim. All right, my friends, great little passage today. I'm looking forward to picking up again with uh, Acts chapter 10 as we continue on next week, Lord willing. Have a great weekend. God bless you as you continue to consider his word today.